Stand by for The Dollar Doctors coming up next on KB Radio. While Willard and Peter warm up their computers, a reminder that for years, The Dollar Doctors have presented free, useful workshops describing their supply and demand approach to the market. Many have attended these strictly educational workshops and have learned about this methodology that's been around for a hundred years and works as well today as ever. The Dollar Doctors use this supply and demand method to help determine the probable future trend of any stock or mutual fund. Over the years, hundreds of attendees have used this method to better make unemotional decisions on when to buy and when to sell. You may be among those who, while listening to the Dollar Doctors, have watched the very charts they're discussing. The supply and demand method has many advantages, but one disadvantage, it does require vigilance and can be time consuming if you really want to feel that you're on top of your assets. That's why over time, some of Willard and Peter's listeners have asked them to manage their investment portfolios as well as their 401ks. Saperston Asset Management now manages investments for several hundred clients who found it comforting to know that Saperston Asset Management is watching over their financial well-being and who feel a time-consuming burden's been lifted from their shoulders. If you've ever considered having Saperston Asset Management help you with your investment decisions, you can easily get full information with no obligation by calling Peter or Willard at 854-7541. They'll be glad to inform you of the many ways they can help. That phone number again, 716-854-7541 or call toll free at 800-879-7541. And now here are the Dollar Doctors. Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. Good morning, Peter. David Brownstein, how are we doing this morning? Okay, believe it or not. All right. Didn't sound At least like until I, well, I'm debating it until I go back outside. You know, okay. But, but I'm okay for now. All no right, question very good. About that. Glad to hear that. Okay, it is Saturday. April 17th, 2021, about 10.03 in the morning. And we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN, 15.20 a.m. out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight. Unless there's a sporting event, then we'll be on after the sporting event. Also, the show is available every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. live streaming. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is live streaming, and you should be all set. Also at the website, all of our shows are archived, and actually there's years of shows there. But if you do miss a show or you want to replay a show, once again, go to saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is chat and archives, and click on archives, and you'll be all set. And then finally, last but not least, every week there's a free economic report by Stone and McCarthy. Right. Uh, I just wanted to point out, too, for those that look at it, there's a number of charts. Um, the 10-year Treasury note for uh, April 16th, they have incorrect. They have it as 188, 1.88. It's 158. So oh, okay. just, uh, I just I picked that up just because I look at it just to see. But they, they talk about some of the uh, tremendous uh, uh, economic figures that we had coming out uh, this week. And um, you know, the analysts, again, you and I always talk about it, how <laughs> wonderful these analysts are. But the uh, <clears throat> analysts uh, missed it uh, again. And, and this has not only been with, you know, the uh, economic reports coming out 
from the government, but also their analysis of earnings. Uh, they were so uh, far away on a lot of the bank earnings. Uh, um, just unbelievable um, that they could be so far away. But good read, a lot of charts, uh, easy to understand. Okay. Right now, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Very easy to get in right now. Lines are always wide open at this time of the morning. Once again, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. If for some reason you don't want to give us a call, don't like talking on the radio, whatever, um, we do have a chat box. You can go to sapriston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives, click on Chat, and you should be all set. Type in a question, type in a symbol. If you let us know for the symbol what you're looking to do with it, it helps us out. Right now, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. You go first to Vic and Amherst. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Vic. What would you do, Good. get out of bed early? I'm always up early. Yeah, I'm always up. Uh, good question for both of you, actually. All right. uh, first question of Peter. Uh, the, the system you use, Pete, uh, RXT, Raphael, Xavier, Tommy, uh, what would be your drop dead uh, out point? I'm, I'm along the common and have been so for a while and got a good position. What would be your, uh, looking at your charts in the boxes, where would be your out point? I've got a number in my, in my mind. I was just curious what you'd say. Okay, I'll take a quick look. And this is a rack space technology closed at thirty four ninety five. Not thirty, not thirty four. Twenty four. Oh, no! I said thirty four. It's my glasses. Believe it or not, if it was thirty four. Yeah, yeah. He's got glasses on. I don't, and I can see it was twenty four. I'm a little happy now, but I'd be real happy if it was thirty four. I would say that. If it's a drop dead one, you know, it would be below uh, the 200 day moving average, you know. But if you're, you know, trading, you know, it would be below 2296, which would be the 50 day. I had 2250. Okay. Oh, well, there you so go. We're, right. We're, That's in the, good. We're, in the, we're in the same uh, exactly. boat here. Okay. Uh, uh, now, question for Dave. Good, sir. Uh, th- <laughs> three, three buckets, Dave. First bu- bucket's got a money market. Second uh, bucket has a uh, total bond fund, and a third bucket has New York Muni bond fund. Going out two years, total return. How would you rank them best to worst? Well, worst is money market. Just a, a just a, a, a van a Vanguard uh, their best money market fund. Yeah, no, I, I would think, um, and and this is going on the idea that what we saw over the last several months, where the ten-year Treasury went from roughly a half, three-quarters of a percent to one and three-quarters, which was, I believe, mostly speculation. And that has now settled down, and people are realizing that the Fed's not going to do anything to raise rates. Um, you know, the total bond fund is is taxable. So are we throwing taxes into this thing at all? Or? Uh, no, it's in, it's in a retirement account. Okay. So you wouldn't buy a New York Muni fund in a in – a, right. a, yeah. So um, I think it'd be a, t- a trade-off between that total bond fund and the New York Muni fund uh, for the the best, and um, in last place would be your money market. So you don't really think uh, you so you're, you're you're not concerned about a obviously with the with the with the answer you're not concerned about the uh, 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 the rates just trickling up no. no. Okay. Well, trickling. I'm asking for an opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trickling is not a problem. It's the sudden movement 
that really sets everything, um, you know, into a tizzy. <laughs> and that's what we saw. And now that's starting to calm down. So anybody that had bond portfolios, and, you know, if they looked at their statements in, you know, February and March, you know, they saw negative returns, the, the majority, unless they had an inverse or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's starting to settle back now, down now. So Okay, uh, now yeah. let me phrase it now in a taxable account. Throwing out the money market, which is, uh, ver, uh, total bond versus uh, New York Muni. Uh, more risks in what going out two, three years, in your opinion? <laughs> hmm. I'm putting you guys to work here today. Yeah, yeah, you're making I'm, me think. I, 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 I didn't mean, even have any coffee yet. Well, I would believe that the Muni fund would outperform the really? total bond fund. New York Muni? Yeah. Yeah, New York's going belly up. Well, he said only two years, <laughs> okay. so it's probably go belly up next year. But right. anyway, right. do you think it would be a positive return? Do I think so? Yes, a taking in the return. dividend. You're, you're talking total return. Yes, make, you're making money after two years. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay, guys. Thank you. Right. Well, thank you for starting us off. Thank yep, you. Bye-bye. Good weekend. Okay, right now, give us a call. Phone lines wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. I guess we're going to go to the chat box. Boy, you are just full of vim and vinegar today. Well, you're busy over there doing what? I don't know. It's <laughs> for me to know. I know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So we had somebody <clears throat> with a lengthy post, which I didn't have time to go into a number of the um, um, – uh, number of the links that he puts in, but um, he wants to know, uh, he said, Ned Davis and Morningstar are publishing the value of adding small percentages of Bitcoin and entities holding slash providing access to Bitcoin and competitors as portfolio diversifiers and enhancers. I recall Peter trying to buy a Bitcoin and not succeeding some time ago. There are transaction and holding costs, extreme volatility, and risk of loss. What does Peter recommend for ETF, ETN, or a fund for optimal access to cryptocurrencies? Um, uh, and, uh, again, there, there are a number of uh, well, links. Well, there's a number, of, number of them, uh, yeah. but I am in one of them. It's called ETHE. It's a fund on Ethereum, which Ethereum, you know, once again, people don't realize coins doesn't really mean coins. It's, it's wacky, but, but Ethereum <laughs> is, a, is a transactional financial system, okay, which may eventually take over the banks and a lot of other things, okay, because it's a transactional system. It's just... And, and he, you, you, you know, you, you know I, I would, I would say, re, I would say, it's all I got to do is give a look. And no, I, I would say you'd better read up on this, okay? Because this is the future. I don't have to. You do. It's the future, okay? Right. Very good. Bitcoin's another transactional system, uh, you know. So it's not like you're speculating. You, in a way, you are, but, but, you're, you're, you're betting on that their systems are going to be the systems that are going to run the financial systems of the world in terms of transactional speed, uh, you know, handling of transactions, uh, authenticating transactions, so forth and so on. Uh, It's a new world in a financial system. So don't think of it as, oh, I got the stupid coin. You know, it's it's way different than that. Even though uh, David, who's younger than me, rolls his eyes, you know. But anyway, uh, (laughs) so... 
I mean, I'm in ETHE. You can look oh, up good. a whole. B- yeah. Grayscale's got a whole bunch of them. They've got a Bitcoin right. one. I haven't looked 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 into. Well, what that is the key one. to this? What it's is the doing key to your it? own research exactly? Because it's a very complicated. And, and, and that's area. what you should do. It's complicated, but once again, what people don't realize, it's not you're buying this coin. You're buying a financial system. It's like buying PayPal. Okay, that type of thing. Okay. It's not true of all the coins. You know, some coins have great things they're they're doing with their software and so forth. You mm-hmm. know, and there's some of them have dumb projects. You know, for example, Dogecoin or whatever you call it yeah, was put out as a joke years ago. Okay, and it's still a joke. It does nothing. You know, they don't have a software system. They don't have anything. Sort of like Seinfeld. Right. To show about it, nothing. It, exactly. <clears throat> you know, so. So you're not buying anything that, that, that has a system that will be used around the world. It's just a speculation joke. Oh, oh, I understand it now. No, I don't understand. I know, it's very complicated. I'm, it's well beyond yeah, anything it's I simple. can comprehend. It's simple in well, the sense that Bitcoin <clears throat> has an operational, transactional, financial system. Bitcoin's a financial system. Ethereum's a financial system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's no, very no, simple, I, yeah, and I, people yeah. don't recognize. They don't know that, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I happen to have ETHE for better or worse. One of the reasons I bought it, and you should check any of these to find out what the historical discounts and premiums are. Okay, at one point ETHE traded at a six hundred percent premium years ago. Okay, one reason why I got involved with it is that. Um, it is trading for the first. It was trading at the first time in history at a discount. It was a five percent discount. Did it closed at twenty three seventy. Are we talking yeah, about the yeah, same thing? Yeah, right. yeah. Just because I couldn't find it on yeah, Thinfis. Yeah, I mean, the last time I checked, it was then at a four percent premium. So, my theory was, you know, Ethereum may be the number one coin eventually. You know, because they're coming out with Ethereum two. You don't probably want to know all of this, but anyway, I don't. Ethereum oh, two is supposed to be a hundred hundred t- times faster in transactional speed, that type of thing. And once again, do your own research in all of this. But my theory was, since it was trading at a discount, that it would go up faster than Ethereum itself, which, by the way, has been on a tear, tear you know. But right. okay, so that's enough of that. So I, you know, the the thing is, which is, you know, something new and it's quicker and mm-hmm. faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm an, I'm younger than you, but an old soul mm-hmm. to the extent that I can go and try a Tesla. Which is something new. It's it's not it's not mm-hmm. a Corvette. It's mm-hmm. not a Jeep. So I can drive that and feel it and understand that it's a different technology. What you're talking about, I it's v- so hard for me. And mm-hmm. this isn't just with this type of thing. This is with when my wife says, "Well, what do you think about painting this this color?" I don't have any idea. I got to see what the color looks like. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I've, okay. That's the way my small right. everybody's pea brain works. Di- everybody's you know? different. So I don't want people thinking that I'm so down on it or that. No. I, I just I tell people I don't understand. Yeah, it, and so. you follow the uh, who was it that said I don't buy anything. Peter Lynch. I, uh, uh, no. You know, no, Warren Buffett. No. I don't buy anything I don't understand. Right. Well. Yeah, I, I, right. And that's fine. Thank you for putting me in that cab. No, there you go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, give us a call. 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. That was a good discussion. I hope it was good right. for you. And, and we're going to go to Jack in Lockport. Good morning. <laughs> Thanks for calling. This is like lunch, isn't it, Jack? Oh, boy, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> morning, guys. Good morning. morning. <laughs> Listen, 
Pete uh, mentioned that uh, no one uses the uh, toll-free line or very rarely. I use the toll-free line today. Oh, good. Oh, uh, really? The reason is I have Verizon. I still have a landline, Verizon. And uh, the bill is so darn high. I call them. They say, well, if you don't call long distance, you might as well get this other plan. So I get this other plan. So uh, I have to pay for long distance. Well, Long distance is any any call outside of Niagara County. So right, right, call right. Pump or whatever, <laughs> for Pete's sakes. I, Good old Verizon. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, last time I called you guys, it cost me $2.50. Really? It was well worth it. I hope, it, I hope it was worth the 2 I, I don't know if it was. I'm going to have to play back the show, see if I got my money's worth. All right. Okay. And, and Jimmy should have put you on hold for longer, he says. <laughs> so, anyway. So, and actually, I tell you, it's ironic. Uh, call of Buffalo costs like 21 cents a minute. Yeah. Really? And my wife called St. Louis. It was only 12 cents a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Go figure. Well, obviously, they don't think people in Niagara County, they're gonna, their odds are they're going to call Buffalo more than they're going to well, call St. Louis. Be. Yeah, must be. I guess. So, anyway. Um, so you know, you're telling us that we should buy Verizon stock, I would think. Well, they, I don't know. <laughs> they have a better I idea. Have, I have AT&T because Willard liked it, and okay. uh, I, I kind of regret that. Although I wanted it myself, but uh, right. I don't know. Either but, one. Right. Right. <laughs> so, well. <laughs> all right. but, oh, what a great uh, show. Yeah. I'll tell you. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, you ever see these stocks for the day to go up and a lot of dream stocks say, boy, I wish I had that one day. They just, they just fly one day and Yes. Well, I happen to have that uh, yesterday. I, I have um, um, RFP, uh, uh, Richard uh, Frank Paul, the uh, Resolute Force products. Okay. Uh, You've talked about that before. Oh, yeah, we've talked. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they yeah, have well, that fake wood or something, whatever Yeah, they is, do. Yeah. They, they wood pulp and uh, right. different wood products. Uh, it's a Canadian company, right. you know, about 40, 40 plants in the United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, geez, they went up uh, $2.05 a, a share yesterday, mm-hmm. which was like 16%. So, wow. uh, and, and I was wondering, I couldn't find any news, and, and finally I happened to see something on the regular news that lumber is like double and triple. I was just going to say that. Yeah. 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 See, so, I mean, I just happened to hit it. I said, wow, I, I, I hit that one. I, I actually purchased it at... Uh, a little over four and a half dollars. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So I, I happen to hit it, hit it real. Well, I would say, you know, the old cliche: Would you rather be lucky or smart? Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little of both there, but right. I think probably luck more than right. <laughs> smart. So I, yeah. I did well. Some there, people so. aren't either. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you looking at anybody? <laughs> so. uh, Just in my mind's eye. Yeah. Is uh, Oxford Square Capital? Um, OXSQ, uh, Oscar Extra Sam uh, Quincy. Mm-hmm. Used to be the old TIC capital, T I C C. Uh, and I purchased it first in uh, 2013, uh, and I've purchased it all along. I'm actually in the hole, like uh, about $3,700, mm-hmm. but I've received $6,700 in dividends. Oh, okay. So yeah. I, I, so I'm net about three thousand. Right, sure. And the so, reason I mention it is, um, I that was an IRA account. I have a four hundred one k. I uh, sold some, uh, well, sold my six flags, just about broke even, and bought some uh, more shares at this Oxford Square. I purchased it at three ninety six, um, and so I'm receiving uh, about ten and a half percent dividend. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing well. But I just want to see what you think about the Oxford Square going on. 
uh, going well, forward. Well, what is this? You know, for some reason on the service we use, it says something about TICC Capital Corps to be acquired by TBG, TPG Specialty Lending. What, what now, is this is something different. It's TICC Capital, yeah. and they just changed their name to Oxford Square. I don't know if I, I thought it was just a name change. This is about uh, uh, in, in 2018. Hmm. March of 2018, uh, they, they changed the name. So, like I said, OXSQ is the, the symbol. Yeah, but but does this mean they're being acquired, though? No, they just changed the name. Really? And like I said, this was back in 2018. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know why this note's up here. Saying, Unless something's yeah. going on now. I, I don't know. I, I don't see anything. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. I'm but going anyway, back to July 31st, 18. You don't see anything at all? Yeah, Announce okay. the result for the third yeah. quarter, yeah. Yeah, it was March 18, I think, is when they changed names. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, you know, it made a beautiful long-term double bottom, okay, in the, you know, say, two and a quarter area. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, after having gone from two and a quarter up to 13, back to two and a quarter, uh, you know, now it finally broke a downtrend line. Uh, your potential price objective, which it's at, is five and a half. Wow, okay. Uh, but... You know, um, you know, with, with that major base breakout and everything, you know, you're in potential resistance at five and a half. So watch it closely. You know. Okay. Uh, but you know, if it can get through this area, you know, potential is probably the eight area. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. But like I said, I get it mostly for the dividend. I get a mm-hmm. nice ten, yeah, half percent dividend. And like I said, I I've had the other for years. Lost money, but you got that nice cash flow coming in. Right. Yeah. So See, you know, so, who knows? You you might yeah. you had a round trip, and you might have another round trip, and, yeah. and someday first, get back to thirteen. Who knows? Yeah. You know? Well, when I first purchased it uh, back in twenty thirteen, my first purchase was at ten dollars and something. Oh, really? Yeah, I then see. Then I got it's... some two years later at seven something, then six something, and five. <laughs> Way down. So. Did you buy any of two and something? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, did. no, you I thought didn't. they were going out of business yeah. at that point, right? So anyway, I wasn't yeah. sure at the time. So right. Anyway. I don't blame uh, you. Okay, well, that information sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you very Thanks much for calling. calling Have a good weekend. Yeah. Bye okay, now. give us a call, 803-1520, toll free, 800-879-7541. And what I was going to say, you know, we used to deal with uh, Howard... You were mm-hmm. years ago, okay, and uh, you remember you know, yeah, y- sure. years ago. And he used to always say, buy companies that rip you off. So uh, <laughs> so obviously Verizon's making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and, and rip you off just means that they're, they're, they're getting exorbitant prices, you know, like. Right, a, they're, like, they're able to do know, things Like a Nike legally, really, or yeah. a. Starbucks or something. It's not legal. I mean, it's just that people will pay. It's not illegal. Yeah, they'll pay an exorbitant price, you know, and uh, hey, so be it. We're going to go to Art in New Jersey. Good morning. Hello, Uh, Art. Good morning, morning, fellas. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear from Uh, you. I always use a toll-free line uh, with Optimum. Oh, really? Oh, okay. uh, Good to hear. uh, yeah, and uh, Jack we, is... we pay Jack to keep is, it in business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Jack is always uh, great with some new ideas and new companies. Oh, always definitely, yeah. His voice on that. Uh, first item I'm interested in is Bank of America. I've been holding that quite a while, and I see for the year it says it's up 74%, mm-hmm. but it was down on Friday. 
I know they had some earnings uh, disappointments, I think, this past week. Well, you know, I think it's sell-on-the-news type of thing with all the, the major banks and financial companies uh, over the right. last week. They, you know, they tend to come out with the earnings. They're great. Everything's good. And then people sell off, and then it starts moving back up and right, close right. at 39.15. But great company turning around. Right. Yeah, and and, and also, you know, you know, the banks could have been a little hit because interest rates all of a sudden went down. You know. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know they've been they've been going up with the rising interest rate, so it might be just right. a temporary thing. I mean, sure. it looks good. Uh, potential price target for what it's worth uh, on the charting method is forty six. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't know where you own it from, but you know, longer uh, about fifteen. Yeah. So you know, longer term, uh, you'd only reevaluate under twenty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this type of bank different from the investment banks like Goldman Sachs? Yeah. Would it be a different category or type of bank? Yes. Yeah, they're more yeah, retail-oriented. They do have trading, you know, but... Yeah, we have Merrill Lynch, right? Because I, I deal with them also. It's right. part of that. Yeah, well, we don't like Merrill Lynch. But no, okay. I'm just kidding. But they... Well, uh, my cousin, um, my yeah. cousin is a broker with yeah. them, so I, I enjoy it. Yeah, That's okay. They bleeped you out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the new issue, Coinbase, which is uh, up. I I see it was Target at first opened at 250, then it said 350, and it wound up being down a bit uh, toward the end. Mm-hmm. And also, you threw uh, some cold water on my idea with that Dogecoin. And the reason I'm thinking of that is because of the low price, obviously. No, I I, I was almost going to try to buy it at um, 18 cents. Okay. So and then the it week, took off and hit 40, yeah, I think. For the know. week, it's uh, 0.38, yeah. and it's up 0.25, or 190%. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to realize what you're doing. That's yeah. fun money. Oh, it's, yeah. it's casino money. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, there's nothing behind that coin whatsoever. Right. Go to the okay. casino and yeah, put it right. on red or black a but couple times. Th- and, you know, but you know, as you right. know, you know, you saw what happened with GameStop, you know. And, sure. And, you but know, you th- buy, those yeah. things can keep. A frenzy. It's a social media frenzy. Uh, even but Art's not a trader. No, no. And and Elon well, Musk comes out right. almost every day touting it. You know, which is I don't know if he's just enjoying himself, having some fun. You know, but sure, whatever. Teach his own. But yeah, uh, because you can buy. A and pound, the interesting you know. thing is, you know, I'm going to throw throw some more cold water on New York State. Yeah. But uh, you can't buy that here. In in, in New York. Right. Yeah. And I don't know about New Jersey, you know, because I, I looked around at a different number of coin exchanges and none of them can handle that particular coin. And, and plus, New York State is very Be obnoxious nice. Nice. Right. with regulations. You know, there are coins that have been accepted and you can trade them in 49 states, right? Yeah. But not New York, okay? Right. And, stricter you know, requirements or stricter regulations? No, I hate to say I think it's payola, but oh, anyway, okay. I didn't uh, say that. But you know, if if, no. if, if, you, if you grease their palms, you know, they whatever, you know. Yeah. But but you know you know it, and they probably have people that don't even understand like David, you sure. know, what what these things are. And they're going to try it. I, I just don't waste no, my no, time no, on no, things right, that are, okay, that right. are ridiculous. But, but, but anyway, you know, if you want to uh, get down, you know, we all know New York State in anything, liquor licenses, all sorts of stuff. 
Right. You know, right. Uh, I think they're, they're. I love New York. They're, they're, they're power hungry people, you know, and uh, they like to. Ex- I like New York. They like to exert their power, you know, so. Right. Anyway. All right. Uh, anybody, anybody who is in these businesses. If I had a lot of money, though, I wouldn't live here. No, yeah, yeah, right. Because one guy said to me, if XRP goes up to $100 each, he said, I'm out of here. Okay. The next item would be a difference between uh, stocks that go listed with IPO, uh, SPACs, or direct listing. What, any particular advantage when you choose one rather than the other, or are you required to use one rather than the other for listing? No, it's not required. And matter of fact, it's much cheaper, much less IPO aggravation. IPO is the most expensive. Yeah, it's the most expensive. Right. It's right. very easy to do, you know, and, and, you know, IPOs take all sorts of paperwork and stuff you disclosures, have to do. Disclosures. Disclosures. Stuff and, like right. that, right? Right. So it's easier for them to do. It's actually better, I believe, for the investor because you can get much better prices than you would have gotten if they came out as an IPO, okay? Yeah, I see. Because there's an IPO frenzy, you know. Uh, the SPACs, they come out, and they, a lot of times uh, before, you want to get them before they do an actual purchase, okay? And you, you have to really do a lot of research. Yeah, because I don't have any. I no. tried looking at it. I couldn't yeah. figure no, it out No, but you either. have to do a lot of research into the people behind it, their track yeah. record, so forth and so oh, on. Sure. And... Uh, as I've said before, you know, supposedly there are studies out there that say that the biggest gains are made before they actually do the ac- do the acquisition. Right. Okay. And when they do the the SPAC, the fees right. to the SPAC E or SPACer is huge. It's 15-20% that they make. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's very expensive yeah. and you don't have to disclose as much information as right. in an IPO. Right. The IPO is also expensive, yeah. but you just it's a lot easier cleaner uh to do the spac but, right uh, why they choose them I, you just got to follow the money so that's well, why last okay. quick uh, item uh, i know we all mourn the death of bernie madoff this past week and they had a one-hour tv special and it goes back to when he was first going to jail they would show the particular printouts that people were getting uh, as far as their statements for the mm-hmm. uh uh, their stocks and the per, uh, capital gains and dividends. What I could never understand, two things. One, it was not printed on a letterhead type, though, like when Saperston sends me something. I, I can see it's Saperston paper. It was printed on a dot matrix printer with holes on the side, and uh, it's just uh, his name Madoff was at the top. So that, that would uh, put a red flag up for me. And second, when the people file their income tax and they put down that they got these dividends and this interest uh, on it from the 1099s, why uh, didn't the IRS or the state decide that, gee, you really never got these uh, dividends? You know, why wasn't that picked up? Well, it's not, you know, probably, I don't know. I mean, but I'm, I'm thinking that maybe the dividends were just left in the account, okay? No, they were false. They were never gotten. There was never no, any. No, 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 but they were reported. <clears throat> but okay. through, the, were, through the years, he did trades in that. It just, right. for the last number of years, he did zero trades, and he started making things up. 
Right. And, well, and you know, I don't— that's a, they were getting profits, you know. Well, it's well they were, he was reporting to them profits. Right. Okay. Right. And, and were, I don't know what the restrictions were in, on getting your money out and this type of thing. Who knows? Yeah. Well, they would call them. I've watched yeah. a couple right. of yeah. made-for-TV, mm-hmm. uh, you right. know, HBO uh, things on it. But, yeah. um, you know, they would call and certain people would get it and he would talk people out of it. You know, typical Ponzi. You know, yeah, right? I see. Right. Yep. Okay. Terrific. Wonderful day. Uh, okay. Wonderful show. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Stay you healthy. Call. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks. Phone numbers to the show. Okay. Phone numbers to call. One minute break. Right. right. Yeah. How'd you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up to a ten thirty. There you Will, go. Willard's see? on the phone to him, telling him right. to tell yeah. us. <laughs> oh, take good, take good. the break. Take the break. Bye bye. Okay. But right now, give us a call. Eight zero three fifteen twenty. Toll free eight hundred eight seven nine seven five four one. Phone lines wide open. While we're waiting for calls, we will take that quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors. Every Saturday morning, live from 10 to 11, Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctor shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB, and an RIA. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541, and we'll take a chat box or two. Yeah, somebody, go to the phone. Uh, uh, somebody wants to know about DraftKings, Peter. Uh, what? They looking want to, to buy it. 5798 is what it closed at. This is the uh, gambling site. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting for people in New York because it's going to, I think, it's, is it going to be legal in New York? I think they're talking about it, right? Was it in the budget? I know you can get high, but I don't know if you can buy it. So <laughs> Mm, I don't know. Anyway. It's a, it, you know, it had its big run up, you know, when it finally got up to 74 and kind of, uh, you know, died at 74, mm-hmm. pulled back now to the 57 area. And, uh, you know, the 200 day is at 49, the 50 day is at 63, so it's below the 50 day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if you were to buy this, you know, and right now, uh, you know, it has a take it for the grain of salt really is, you know, the price objective based on the charting method is 41, which kind of makes sense. But it still is in a long term uptrend. So as long as it stays above the 200 day, which is in the 49 area and you've done your research and you feel you know, comfortable buying this stock, you know, your risk is you'd have to reevaluate it at, you know, 49 and it's closed at 57, you know, not, 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 not too bad. So if you feel really enthusiastic about it, you know, it's up to you, your risk tolerance, that type of thing. Uh, it could be, a, a, you know, a partial buy, you know, mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point. 
And then, like I say, you'd have to reevaluate it if it went to 49. And then what you'd be looking for if it turns back up is maybe a retest of that 74 area. Okay. Okay, we're going to go next to, looks Jerry. like Jerry in yep. Alden. Good morning. Good morning, Peter and David. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. I hope you too are. You sound much highly spirited today. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. David yes. got me going. <laughs> I know the buttons take, to that push. That doesn't take much. No. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't Thank take you. much. I want to ask about uh, three different stocks. The first mm -hmm. one is DBN. I know David won't comment because it's an oil stock. He will never buy an oil stock. It's a new tobacco. You know what the interesting part about this is, you know, you know what's going on, that the rest of the world, you know, that's really still developing, even India says we're not giving up on fossil fuels. And uh, a lot of countries out there, what they're doing is, you know, we are causing a fire sale in the oil companies and they're selling their assets cheaply and all the foreign countries are picking up the oil, picking up the, this oil, you know, in the meantime. But anyway... It's, it's some brilliant policies you know, we have, but anyway. Well, right. We go, to, we go to electrical grid and all our autos are there, and then we get a sabotage. <laughs> you can, <laughs> I can just think of that. Well, the electrical and I say the national elect, electrical grid throughout the country is just as bad as Texas's that grid was, you know. Right. So, But anyway, whatever. Uh, you know, right now, you know, it's got it's still got a, a price target on the uh, point and figure chart of forty five and a half, and the two hundred days at around fifteen, it closed at twenty one. Fifty day, it's a little under the fifty day at twenty two. So you know, is are you looking at this kind of a? I, I have some. I'm looking oh, to add. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you know, if you what did I say, the 50 days at 22? Yeah, you're right in that area. You might add a little at this point. You know, and then, then uh, you know, like I say, the 200 days back at 15, but it looks like after the last breakout that, you know, support should still be in the uh, 19 to 20 area. Oh, okay. Yeah, it pays the dividend. Which yeah. Is and I think uh, oil prices may be on their way back up there. Okay. Uh, next one, uh, BTRS, which was a spinoff. What is it, DT? Victor Tango, oh, Richard you. Sam. Close. <laughs> that V always, you know, e e e always get messed up on a V. I don't know why. Uh, VTRS, Viatris, uh, yeah. Viatris Inc., whatever. Uh, yeah. Medical supplies. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, all you can say about it is it's a bottom fisher special. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're retesting a bottom it made in early uh, 1920. 1920. <laughs> <laughs> 2019. That, that is a long-term bottom. <laughs> we, we having gummies this morning? I don't know. Somebody might have been in here before us smoking something now that it's no. legal. You know, I don't no. know. The alarms would have gone yeah. off. But, but anyway... <laughs> It's been retesting that bottom for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, the bottom was much. 2020 is what I'm trying to say. 2020, you know? yeah. there you go. Yeah, I mean, as a speculation, uh, hopefully, you, you know, you've done your research into it, you know. Well, it is a business, yeah. It is a business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I, I mean, they do have products. Yeah, yeah right. And, and then, yeah, whatever the, you know, the story the is. The downfall just, seems to be the de- that. But, you know, that happens so many times, these spinoffs. You, first thing you see, oh, all this debt. Oh, so this was a spinoff. But, yeah, right. Yeah, because that's how, they, how the company dumps its debt. Yeah. But like CC, they take off. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't want to think about that one. Did I remember after they sold it off, would it get down to six or something like that? At least. At least, yeah. Yeah, that being the case, that does make it interesting. And, uh, you know, in 2020, at least I got the year right this time, when it got down to 13, it went up to 19. It's back to 13. So we could say it's in a trading range between 13 and 19, you know. Okay, great. The last one is OPK, which I've owned. Mm-hmm. And the insider, there's again insider buy, but it's kind of a limited officers always, mm-hmm. and you don't know their motives. But yeah, I mean, you know, this, this is one was a favorite of the trading rooms a year or two ago. You know, everybody was touting it, and but it's been double top. Do you own it right now? Yeah, you did, yes, right? I yeah. Own it. Yeah, it's at you know t- died at six twice. You know, close it in four thirty four for those that don't. Yeah, and uh, what are they? What is the company's? Well, name? they do that all that COVID testing. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and every day a new one comes out. You know, and so. and they're into a, a a vaccine or something, but you mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. A lot of these little companies are trying to do that in a yeah. vaccine, but yeah, it, it's you know. Opco Health, I mean, it, you know, it, price target, well, price target 16 <laughs> on, on the yeah, chart. I've seen, I've seen yeah. that, but, uh, I wondered. About- yeah, but what I kind of like is, you know, made a high, made a low, didn't quite make a higher high, at least in the point and figure chart, I don't know. And that six area in the last uh, couple years has stopped it, you know. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's made four tops in the six area. So if it ever gets up to six and a half, that price objective might not be far-fetched. It's above the uh, uptrend line. So, uh, and where are we? 438 on a 200-day. You're right on your 200-day. So you'd like to see it start turning up from here. Always the dilemma, you know, it's yeah. it hit six, and you say, "Should I take my profit?" Right, because <laughs> yeah. it goes back. Well, I, well, I would, I would, it closed. What I say, it closed at four thirty-four. Yeah. I'd reevaluate it at three seventy-five, you know, just to see what's going on. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you. You're quite right. welcome. Thanks Have for calling. Weekend. Have a good weekend. Thank you too. Okay, we're gonna go next to Bill. Bill, good morning. Hey, Pete, we're able to control data. Control data. Are they in business? Remember that company? Oh yeah, that was a nifty fifty. I was 50. thinking about that. Oh, oh my yeah. God, that's like, hey Pete, I gotta ask you a big question. Uh oh. Uh, listen to this now. The great Kathy, she's got a four thousand target on TSLA, right? Yep. Kathy Woods, okay. you're Kathy talking Woods about from Arc Investments. Yeah. So, so why the hell was she selling this week? So it's seven fifty. Got a long way to go to four thousand, don't you think? It does have a long way to go, but you never know. Why, why are you selling? Why well, are you selling? The only Kathy? explanation I've heard on anybody doing something like that is that it become they have a certain 
percentage of their total investment that they can have in any one position. That's a good point. So they, you know, yeah. I haven't heard that yeah, specifically. But that's possible. But, yeah. Okay, let me repeat. Let me tell you, I've been calling this show for hell, 30 years. Listen to this, Pete. All the money is going to be made one way. When Kathy rolls over, I mean the stock, when ARKK rolls over, you want to short that. Like we said at the racetrack, Pete, when you go to the window to bet with two hands, you want to short that stock with two hands all the way down to about 50. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you got a point. It and will I, at some time. If you look at those stocks, they've all had it. Yeah. Close at one twenty four. Yeah, I know, but it's bad. But let it let it really let it come let it come in to like one thirty, one thirty three. I'm telling you, that stock doesn't act right. She she looks like desperation to me. Buying uh, coin Coinbase million million shares. I don't know. I got an idea. You know that Virgin Galactic stock. Mm-hmm. Why don't we send Kramer and Kathy on the initial voyage <laughs> and leave them there? And well, that would be entertaining. Them. I'd like to see it filmed if they did it. <laughs> and then they can send a whole new world to tour them. Why do, I don't understand. Why did Kramer, you don't like Teledoc now, but it's 280. Yeah, you got to buy it. 280. Now look at it. But yeah, it's, pe- people people it's, forget that. Pete, have you looked at PFE lately? PFE, Pfizer. PFE, oh my word, look at it. Well, it certainly helped that Johnson & Johnson, you know, at least in terms yeah, of Pfizer, had that problem. Can I tell you? Pete, Johnson Johnson, which I also own, 162. It didn't even come off. All the bad news, it's one sixty. Well, it shouldn't, you know, because I, I read in uh, this weekend's Barons that they were selling that at cost, okay, their vaccine. So it has yeah. has no bearing, you know, on it doesn't hurt yeah. them, you know. Yeah, and controlled data, you want to know about control? Yeah, after control, several, yeah, I used to have that. After several years of losses in the early 1980s, in 1988, yep. CDC started to leave the computer manufacturing business and sell the related parts of the company, a process that was completed in 1992 with the creation of Controlled Data Systems Incorporated. The remaining businesses of CDC currently operate as Ceridian, C-E-R-I-D-I-A-N. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I used to say that. You remember, uh, I'll tell you what stock is unbelievable. Uh, reinvent yourself. Michael Dell. Oh, oh yeah, Michael. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. That, that company was left for dead? Right. Holy They took it private, and now it's public again? Uh, yeah. All I know is... It- at some point, we decided we'd never buy a Dell computer again. You know, <laughs> I mean, look at that stuff. Well, the, you know, they're they're spinning off. They're they're now going to spin off uh, VMware. Okay, their cloud uh, operation. Yeah. I just watch it go up. I don't yep. buy. It right. is this up. Remember Cray Research? Oh yeah, supercomputers. Yep, supercomputers. IP listen, I called two weeks early. You know what's going on two weeks from today? They're off. CHDN Day. 
CHDN, Churchill Downs. <laughs> hey, first Saturday May, Pete, the greatest two minutes in sports. Not last year, but now it's back. So yeah, but good. you know what? They still made money last year. Oh, oh yeah. sure. And one last thing, Pete, I've been Hilton Hotels forever. I know. I, I think you've been telling public. us about it for 30 years, and I don't I know, do anything. Can, how does it make, <laughs> Pete, how does it make a new high? How? With that, you got my 30% capacity. It's on the come. How? <laughs> well, they got all that money. Their their employees are sitting on the sideline. They're collecting unemployment and all the, everything else. I, I know. Hey, that guy said he doesn't understand this bargain. Oh, and listen, a shout-out to Vic. Vic is so far above my pay grade. Maybe I can employ Vic to teach me about the stock market someday. There you go. There you go. If he's listening, uh, he can come up with a side income there. I'm the king of the dogs, Pete. There you go. (laughs) All right, Pete, you're the greatest forever. Two weeks from now, I'll see you. You are, too. I'm glad we're still both here. (laughs) All right, yeah, me too. Thanks. Take care. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Okay, we're going to go next to Vic in Venice, Florida. Good morning. Good morning, guys. It's always uh, interesting listening to Bill. Exactly. He's always hey. good for at least a laugh or two. Uh, it, earlier, you talk, uh, one of the callers talked about uh, lumber stocks. There is a great article in Barron's about lumber. Mm-hmm. And w- what I thought was really interesting was a comment that was made by uh, some, some guy from uh, BMO Capital Markets. They, she said that there's, there's too many trees right now. There's too many trees. Really. <laughs> That's what he said. But at any rate, uh, I have a couple of stocks that I uh, wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first, I employed the uh, Peter Lynch axiom of look, ar- look around in your environment. Mm-hmm. And last uh, several weeks, I, I saw a lot of Penske trucks uh, in the neighborhood and the mm-hmm. highway. So I looked at Penske. I bought bought some Penske. I just wanted to ask you about a bullish objective because uh, um, it, uh, it didn't look like there was a, a real significant bullish objective on the point of what, What's the symbol on it? P, P as in Paul, A as in Apple, G as in good. He's also got quite the team at NASCAR, too. So stock closed at 87. What was the symbol on that? P-A-G. Paul, Apple, George. Oh, okay. All right. Paul, Apple, George. I didn't even come close. (laughs) Been there. (laughs) All right. Let's see. Penske. Oh, the objective wouldn't be in terms of, uh, you know, what are you looking at? Stock charts there? Yes, stock charts. Yep. And did you? Well, let me let me do it here real quick. Hopefully, quick, because we're getting close. P A G. The pressure is on. Yeah, because you, you know there's two different counts on on um, you know stock charts, and there's a uh, breakout count, and you have to. And uh, I forgot what the other one is, you know. But uh, you know, so change the 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 way way the objective is calculated on stock charts. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to, you know, 
take up your time, you know, because you probably had something else you wanted to talk about. But I would change the objective on that, you know, and see if you come up with something different. But, I mean, the chart looks great. Well, you know? what's the objective? What's the number? No, it's 87. You know, okay. No, is, that's you know. what it closed at. Yeah, that's what I mean. The, the, but that, but the that's, that's, oh. that, that's on one particular. Yeah, Finvis uh, has got it at 84 as the price of target. So, yeah. Rapid move. That'll, mm, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not able to quickly manipulate today here. So, Another in- interesting aspect about the stock is that it increases its dividend by one cent every quarter, except for the one quarter during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it goes back like several years. So, and the, and the, I know you don't look at fundamentals too, too often, but the Ever. fundamentals are great and the PE is like, 13 or 14 so um, so are those penske trucks is that all the new yorkers moving to florida yeah okay yeah they're all here yeah. you got <laughs> them. they're all over the place i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure that's the case yeah uh the other stock i wanted to ask you about is southern copper s-c-c-o s-c-c-o huh Right. Do, 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 do. Close at seventy six twenty. Yep. No, I think copper, copper prices have remained pretty strong. You know, uh, they're stealing the copper statues at Forest Lawn, turn them in, so they're not getting very much for them. Though. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, after breaking down and looking terrible, you know, in other words, it had good support in 71, blew right through down to 64, but now it has a price objective of 89. It gave a new buy signal at 74, and, uh, you know, the 200 days back at 57, but the 50 days at 72. So it looks okay right now, you know, and, uh, you know, it should go up and uh, p- potentially uh, – Challenge the old high in the at least uh, 83 area, you know, and the objective is 89. So, looks looks pretty decent. I'd reevaluate it probably, yeah, maybe maybe under 72. Okay, great. Just one other sidelight question about you know we talked about Coinbase before. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Coinbase will eat into the market share of Bitcoin, or will both be? active no no because um, coinbase is where you buy bitcoin right but do you think that i guess i know that that's the case, right do you think people will sell out of bitcoin and buy buy um buy the coinbase stock not really because 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 what uh they did sell out of was the blockchain stocks and and some of the competitors like voyager up in canada uh, right. And that's why money was coming, because if you look at the blockchain stocks, they got killed. And I think a lot of money came out to buy Coinbase, but I don't think they're going to sell Bitcoin to buy Coinbase. Yeah, I, I, I saw Anthony Scaramucci on CNBC on, on Friday, and he said uh, he thinks Bitcoin's going to 100000 Yeah, short it. <laughs> I don't think he's all together. Don't listen to David. Dave, David doesn't understand the, the new world that's coming. It is a new no. World. China's already gone to a digital one. You know, I mean, you know. Oh, that that convinces me. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Communists are doing it. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Good talking to you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Have a good weekend there. You got a quick 
uh, one in the yeah, chat box. Yeah, let's stay with the Coinbase stuff. Riot closed at forty four sixty four. Somebody got owns it. Yeah, yeah. And once again, like I say, I, I think they all got killed, which made no sense because blockchain is what runs everything, you know. And uh, yes, the Chinese, I'll tell you. <laughs> so I mean, I you know, right now I think it's going to be an opportunity. But the point is, where you know, two hundred days back at eighteen. 50 days at 51, so I'd like to see it get back. It's going to have a lot of resistance in 48, at 48. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, next support would be 40 and then 35. So you'd have to look at that. Are you willing to buy a little? If it dropped to 40, buy a little more? You know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so once again, you know, I do some research, but I think, I think it got really hit with the uh, Coinbase, uh, you know, coming out, so. So those are your levels. Uh, I mean, you know, you could buy some at here, some at 40, some at 35, and then see what happens. But realize it is a speculation. So it's the ice cream man. It's the ice cream man. Let's go get it? some ice cream. <laughs> anyway, we're down to the end of the show. Uh, as Willard always says, keep a little powder dry because it is – Kind of a mixed market out there, to say the least. There's, you know, there's a lot of movement back and forth. I think you have, have to have a little bit of everything, just uh, you know, and cover yourself. A lot of new highs. Some people. growth, some value, you know, uh, some cyclical, and so forth and so on. You know, and uh, you could have a nice little portfolio, and when one thing goes down, the other one goes up. Well, that's why you got to be diversified. Yeah, yeah, but you know, that's what I mean. You can't chase all one area right now or all the hot areas. So you have to be very careful. Uh, didn't talk about Barron's, a great issue of Barron's this weekend. So if you get a chance, go read it. Uh, till next week, take care. Have a good weekend. You've been listening to The Dollar Doctor Show. Every Saturday morning at 10, Withered Saperston and Peter Greco answer your questions about stocks, bonds, mutual funds, retirement issues, and the economy in general. The Dollar Doctor Show is brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. Discussion of specific securities should not be construed as recommendations to buy or sell, either by Saperston Asset Management or AM 1520 WWKB. The Dollar Doctor Show is rebroadcast on Saturday night at midnight. You're invited to join us again then or next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1520 WWKB.